Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, recording. 24 hours, 24 hours with you. Maroon 5 killed the Super Bowl, baby. They're back. And we're back. It's time for, you say, advanced analytics. Yeah. Emergency pod. Well, not really. We were Porzingis up. has been traded almost a week ago. Yeah, we're overdue. Porzingis emergency pod. We uh, in between soccer games. We just lost four 0 Yeah. You wish I didn't bring that up. Yeah. And uh, and we're going to go play another soccer game after this. We're sorry we've been late doing a podcast. We've been at the beach doing some um, body surfing. Yeah. And uh, now we've decided to um, break out of our busy beach schedule to um, bring breaking news about the Paul Zingas trade. Anthony Davis hasn't been traded right now. Um, Otto Porter Jr., no, uh, that guy for the Bulls. We've got no information. I've got some. We've done no research. I've only just got a list of all the trades. Paul's open to NBA Reddit. That's as well as we've done. But um, I've got I've got strong opinions, and that's what you need, really, isn't it? Okay. So should we go through the trades one by one? Yeah, it's going to be a weird podcast because we'll probably we'll probably just be going through the pods. I don't know about going through the pods one by one. I thought we'd just focus on the big ones. Or what, well, we, well, I don't know. You, you just started the podcast without any even saying. I'm starting. I got a glass of water first. I don't know you got to part, and then you just start talking. Well, here's the thing. Posts trade deadline podcast or we're during the trade deadline are hard because so many people don't know it's so hard to judge like for example snap judgment who won the Porzingis trade uh i haven't really looked into it no opinion <laughs> well everyone would say you know I, I think you can't really say because that's my opinion. everyone everyone is saying the dallas smashed it right Maybe, yeah. But then you have Pink, Porzingis is injured. I yeah. hope that Knicks know what they're doing, and, but history well, would say they don't. Yeah, also you don't know Kristaps supposedly said he wanted out, in which case they had to Yeah, but they, they spread that rumour about an hour before they traded him. It sounds like the Knicks were like, oh, we traded our best player because he said he wanted out. And they're like, yeah, bullshit. He said but, the truth will come out, right? Yeah, but surely if, he, if it was a lie, he would just say, I didn't want out. You know, why wouldn't we he? We can't do that now. He's, he's out. You could easily say, I didn't want out. Also, happy to be a maverick. Who wouldn't want out of the um, futuristic hellscape that is New York Knicks basketball? Everyone's saying that everyone wants to go there. It's weird. Everyone's like, Kyrie's going there, KD's going there. uh, Yeah, I don't know how much... Anthony Davis wants to go there. I I don't know how much... I do think... Yeah. I'll say this, because you always just say, like, um, they're such a mess. But I do think there's a lot being said for just having a coach that players love. And I think... Fisdale, I like him, and I think players like him. I might be okay, but well, well, the Knicks have been a mess, and I've been right in saying that for the last twenty years. But the only way this trade works out, it's a prudent move. Like, let's be honest, because like Porzingis, he's injured, he's going to sign a max contract or whatever. It's what they did was safe, right? But if they don't either. If Porzingis doesn't turn out to be injured and damaged goods and, the, and Dallas has stuffed this up badly, or 
they don't manage to sign at least one like huge name that like the team's going to burn to the ground, right? If you're a Knicks fan, yeah. No, well, you traded away your one good player of yeah. the last five years. Yeah, they're glor- If he turns into an all star like the Mavericks are investing in, then it's going to look bad for the Knicks, isn't it? Yeah, maybe. But then people said it looked bad for them when they drafted Porzingis. Mm. And then he turned into an all-star, and now they're, like, trading him. Yeah, he might be busted. I, I think it's too early to tell. No, it, it is, that. but we're doing a, um, a knee-jerk reaction podcast, so I'm going to really need you to take some takes. Give me one that you want to do a take on. Uh, well, let's just look through the other ones. Rodney Hood going to Portland. I don't know. I didn't. Who's that? Reggie Bullock going to the Lakers. I think that's kind of interesting because he's a really good three-point shooter and they'll have a three-point shooter finally. Oh, I don't know. Um, okay, this is maybe the biggest of the lot. Tobias Harris and Boban to the Philadelphia 76ers for heaps of stuff. Okay. If I was a new GM, I would make about three rules, right? They'd be pretty simple rules. It would be do not trade with... Uh, the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Do not trade with the Houston Rockets. Yeah. And do not trade with Jerry West. Do people not realize he switched teams? What do you mean? Tobias Harris is on the last uh, the last uh, uh, year of his contract. Mm-hmm. Now that they've made this trade, there's huge pressure on them to re-sign him. Mm. Someone like Sacramento or some crap kickers are going to offer him a max contract. If they're going to keep him, which they have to do because they've traded away so much to get him, mm. they're going to have to pay him $30 million a year. Yeah. They also have to pay $30 million a year to Jimmy Butler. They also have to pay $30 million a year to, they're already paying it probably to, um, who's, I, can't, I can't remember the name of their best player. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid and eventually probably Ben Simmons unless they trade him. He's the only trade piece left. Is Joel Embiid already getting paid heaps? Oh, I don't know, but I'd assume he'd be pretty close. I thought he'd still be on his rookie contract. Tobias Harris is going to be like four years, thirty yeah. million, if you're lucky. That is a pretty crazy starting lineup they have now, though. You've got no, 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 no. I, I, I like them going for it, but like you've That's got a young scary, core yeah. that you tanked for, and now you're locking down into this team that like does Tobias Harris fit in with Jimmy Butler? I don't know. I'd say this: Tobias Harris is one of my favorite players, and I love him. And I hope he does well. But um, but is, is, is that not a bad place for him? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Um, Joel Embiid has a five-year, $148 million salary. I can't do the math. Oh, $29 million a year. He's getting $25 this million this year. So you're yes. going to have three players on $30 million and Ben Simmons when he gets there probably. Yeah. They have like... They've, they've, I feel like they've made a, a horrible mistake. And when you trade with Jerry West, you're like... Trade back, trade back. They've traded like the two East, like decent I'll say picks. this though. The Sixers are now contenders in the East this year. And the East playoffs this year are going to be fun. I, I, I saw a sad rumor that's like... Because it's still... By the way, we're, tra- we're, we're doing this um, on a, around the time Tobias was traded last night. He was traded crazy. It was like 2 a.m. in some places in America when he was traded. It's crazy. Right. So it's about 2 a.m. in America now, the day before the final trade deadline. I've heard rumors that... The uh, Raptors might move Cole Lowry. And while I do think that is probably a good move if you can get something for him, and I totally love Masai Ujiri, if they do that, I just don't know. I just, like, that's heartbreaking to talk to, you know? While you want to be unsentimental, and Jerry West is unsentimental, and look what he's done. He's turned um, Blake Griffin into, like, three first-round draft picks and three second-round draft picks. It's crazy. Three first-round draft picks, three second-round for Blake Griffin. It's crazy. That's what he's done. 
Um, I'm not arguing it. The, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm arguing with myself. Um, yeah, if the Raptors trade Lowry, like it's, they've already lost the, the Rose in their franchise player. Lowry's like their heart now. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, like it kind of makes sense, and I'd, I'd well, probably still yeah. be on board. But what are you rooting for then? You're rooting for the jersey if they trade away all yes. their cornerstone players, you know? Well, yeah, I always want to see like kind of legends of franchises just grow old and retire there, you know. Mm. But it is like if you want to be good, you've just kind of got to be unsentimental. Mm. Like I, I also feel really sad about uh, Mark Gasol and Mike Conley coming to an end in Memphis. And I watched a highlight video today of uh, it was Mark Gasol. I didn't actually know what it was when I clicked on it, but um, and it started with this young boy, and they asked him, and they were like, "Who's your favorite player?" And he's like. Marc Gasol. <laughs> and they're like, do you know what country he's from? And he's like, Memphis. <laughs> and then it goes into the highlights. And it was awesome. And um, and so I'll be sad about that. But uh, okay. What about, what about speaking of unsentimental, what about them trading... Um, uh, that guy used to play... For, okay, this is like um, charades now. That guy played for the Warriors and now plays for the Mavericks and they traded him mid-game. Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes. Yes. Traded mid-game. No, no, but here's the thing. Because I was like, that seems rough. But surely it was like the news leaks too early or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like they didn't plan on telling. They plan on telling him post game. Well, you're just, you're just, it's crazy to do it mid game, right? And LeBron wrote this massive post on Instagram about on loyalty. Comment. Yeah, that annoys me though. And, and don't get me wrong. There's perfect examples of like uh, bad team loyalty where the teams have just screwed players over. The most famous example being Isaiah Thomas. But I mean, Celtics fans are loving that they secretly loving that they did it now. I and mean, then Danny Ainge, look, Ainge looks like the bad guy. But um, it goes both ways because players screw over teams. You know, KD left OKC, couldn't mm. win with those cats. Um, players screw over teams, teams screw over players. It goes both ways. Mm. If you are on a twenty million plus salary and you're not playing up to it, I think um, uh, he was on a twenty five million dollar salary. He was, he's a good player, don't get me wrong, but he's not a $25 million player. Like, that's mm. paid more than most of the Warriors roster, besides KD. You know, like, that's a crazy amount of money. Mm. You've got to expect that you might be traded, and Dallas is cleaning house. They're rebuilding for the future. Like, why wouldn't you trade him for expiring if he costs, yeah. 20, he costs $26 million next year? He's not worth it. And so, I mean, I mean, there's loyalty, but, I mean, the loyalty from the team is, is capitalism. They're paying you $25 million for not being that good a player, you know? Yeah. Um... It's like Tim Hardaway Jr. They trade him. He's like, sweet ass, mate. Just glad to be getting the $70 million. Yeah. Shaka. Uh, I also felt sad for my guy, Bobby Portis, who walked uh, looking very shocked out of the United Center, <laughs> taking a bag and a bull singlet with him. Meanwhile, um, Jabari Parker was all smiles as he left. Well, he wanted to be uh, traded, right? He like literally was yes, asking yes. for a trade for a month. It's amazing they traded him. Um, Good on the Wizards. Exciting up, that the Kings... I think um, Harrison Barnes on the Kings could be quite exciting. Did he go to the Kings? Yeah, Sacramento. Yeah. They're on. making their playoff push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's gone to a better, as opposed to the rebuilding Dallas, they're going to take five years to get good, probably. He's gone to, or maybe not five years, maybe two or three years, but um, yeah, he's gone to a, a challenger like, or an exciting young team. I think it's good, yeah, for both teams. How traumatic, it, in his defense though, and in what LeBron was getting at maybe is like, how traumatic is it for a player to get traded like that. Mm. Surely, I reckon surely he knew before the game. No, nah, nah, that wouldn't make sense. They claim that, the, the, the rumour is that he knew, he found out during the game. Um, but, just think about that. Imagine if right now, mm. I go, Paul, I'm trading you. To Sacramento. To, uh, no, I wasn't going to think anything that good. I was going to, to Dunedin, New Zealand. 
you're yeah. like, what about my friends? I'm like, tough luck. What about my family? They go, my kid goes to school here. Tough luck. You're yeah, off. Yeah, I'd be gutted. What about my house? You're rich. Buy a new house. And, and, yeah. you're, and you're like, just being rich. And that's oh, why yeah. they get paid the big bucks. But it is a really brutal, weird thing oh, that doesn't sure. exist in many other things. I do think it would be a bit more exciting when it's that you're going to a... Um, like, because that example, I'd be gutted. What, no, Harris no, dis- no, no, Dunedin. No disrespect to Dunedin. <laughs> Great place, but you but, don't know many people there. Um, let's do it like if I was playing for the Dallas Mavericks in yeah. Dallas and then got traded to the Sacramento Kings, there would still be like, you'd be kind of shocked and maybe angry or whatever. But you, if I know you, you'd be incredibly angry. Like you'd hate, the, you'd hate Dallas for tra- training. Even if the team's yeah, so would, good, you want them to love you? I would still be, like I'm thinking back to like when I, w- I played basketball all through primary and intermediate. And then when I got to Nelson College, our high school... This is good experience for relating to the NBA. I uh, I just remember playing my first game in like a Nelson College uniform. Yeah. And just playing so hard and just being so excited yeah. to like win over the fans. And there were no fans. <laughs> but, but you won that if they were, they'd be supporting you. Yes. And so I, like, I do think there would be that little bit of excitement, like, you know, getting there and then giving you the big welcome and touring the facility... And, you know, getting your new uniform and stuff. <laughs> so you're saying the excitement is getting a new singlet? Partly. How long do you think Otto Porter Jr. has been in Washington? It's it could be five or six years. Yes. So it'd be, uh, heartbra- he be heartbreaking. It'd be your hometown, um, in a way. I mean, I know they all live in LA in the offseason. He, he was there since 2013, I think. So it's five, six years, yeah. Um, 2013, yeah. Anthony Bennett, number one. Otto, uh, Victor Oladipo, two. Otto Porter, number three. I'm that's, pretty sure Stephen Adams. Giannis. I know. I know. I bring this up almost every podcast, but that is crazy that the Magic traded away their number two pick like that, and he he did work out. Yeah, well, he was a shit GM. Uh, blur that out. Um, no, I will blur that out. But uh, yeah, it's time to talk about the biggest it. trade of them all. The you, biggest trade of them all. Otto Porter. Okay, don't drum with the. Oh, I was microphone. trying to hype up. I was being a hype man, man. Yes, but we can. Do you want to play some Kanye music? No, no, no. Okay. Sorry. I was going to say well, you can literally add music and after this. Nah. Um. No one's got time so for that. So we we've actually got to wrap this up because we have to go actually play another game. Another of game of soccer. Football. Another game of soccer. We've still got we'll 10 minutes, 15 minutes, mate. We've still got some well, gold. You said 8.15. Yeah, and oh. I said, my clock is fast on my computer. Why would you have an 18-minute fast clock? Because I don't want to be able to judge. Don't tell me how far ahead it is. What's I don't want to be able to judge. Now I'm going to be late for work tomorrow, probably, you okay. dumbass. Um, uh. Okay. It's time to talk. Otto Porter Jr. to the Chicago Bulls <laughs> for who even cares. What? Okay. Mario Parker's kind of interesting. What? Bobby Portis is better than Jabari Parker. Oh, but Jabari Parker just like still can score the basketball. Yeah, I'd he love... can't play any defense. He's literally useless. No, but I, I would love, I'd love for him to go to like a team where some veterans might be able to get through to him. Yeah, like he's gone coach. to Washington. He like, couldn't be in a worse place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I wish if he'd gone to oh. Houston or someplace where yeah. Chris Paul oh, beats him into shape. I, no, you know? I'd like, like, if he went to the Spurs, I might be interested. This is why we need to get bullying back into the NBA. Um, but uh, Bobby Portis... Maybe, because, like, Washington kind of just seemed like a way with the Furies, but I like them getting Bobby Porter, so I think that's cool. Um, but Otto Porter is my guy, and I'm excited to see him and, and Lowry Markinen and how they go. At, go. I don't know what I'm saying. That's all right, man. Well, do nah, you want me to... Man, my, I just really lost it at the end of that sentence. <laughs> hey, you were trying hard, man. And, like, through it, I was like, Paul's got this, he's got this. And then when you lost it at the end, I was like, hey, don't worry about Paul, you get the next sentence, man. Um, I'm... I'm curious though because uh, 
Otto Porter is usually, should be my franchise fantasy player, mm. but Washington have been disrespecting him by um, benching him for Jeff Green and whatnot. Mm. And so I'm excited for him to be freed, hopefully, on the Bulls. But here's the thing. The Bulls coach is appallingly bad, and I hope he understands how good Otto Porter is, the most underrated player in the NBA, and uh, lets him lose. I like how into coaching you've got. Like You've been big on the Knicks coach. Last well, week you were talking about the coach. Yeah, but... I think the coach is so crucial, and I just think, oh, no, it is. It's quite important. I think there's a lot of trash guys in the NBA. But then right it's now. weird when you see like Ty Lue winning a podcast. Like, I mean, talent trumps everything. But then if a good coach does help, especially if you're a developing team. What does Ty Lue won a podcast? Ty, oh, sorry, Ty Lue won a championship. Oh yeah, it- but he might have got a podcast now. He could go, could, this um, podcast should be called Ty. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Who has a championship and he just talks about the time he won a championship. But yeah, free Otto Porter um, and the Bulls, hopefully. Okay. Uh, I reckon we have an, we've got a question via Twitter um, so we can have an impromptu magic mayhem soon. Mm-hmm. But before we do, I know how much you love hating on LeBron. Yeah. And I want to talk about Anthony Davis briefly. And he hasn't been traded as of recording this podcast. Yeah. That situation to me is mind-blowing. So, for people who don't know, Anthony Davis looking for out of New Orleans with two years left on his contract. He's represented by Rich Paul and Clutch Sports, which also famously represent LeBron. And Le- he's LeBron's friend, basically. And the word is that Anthony Davis wants to force his way out, join LeBron at the Lakers so they can make a playoff push this year. They have bungled this so badly. It's such a weird situation where he asked out. So the Pelicans were like, great, we'll trade you. And then they thought that they would just straight away trade him to the Lakers for like four young pieces and a couple of draft picks. And it all of a sudden it'd be LeBron and Anthony Davis versus the world and a few buyout contracts. It was like, get Carmelo. I don't know who their third piece is, right? What has happened? Paul's reading his phone now. I think this is interesting. The Pelicans have like played them for fools. Pelicans at the moment are like holding on to Anthony Davis. Because they've been sneaky. Clutch Sports has been sneaky, right? So they thought they were hoping Anthony Davis get traded to the Lakers, I, I assume, right? Mm-hmm. The other rumor was that, that Boston really wants Anthony Davis and so he'll get traded. So the Pelicans will trade him there in the summer. That was maybe their plan, right? It looked like the Pelicans were like, we're going to trade him wherever we want to trade them. Maybe New York. That was even a rumor before they did the Bulls trade. Maybe Boston in the summer. We'll find out where we want to trade him. So what they tried to do is they tried to limit the places he could get traded by tanking his own trade value. And I think Anthony Davis, through his representation, should get a hard time for the way he's treated for New Orleans. Because not only is he asked out, like a lot of players do, but he's tanked his own trade value by saying in two years he'll only re-sign at like four teams. And the teams he said were very strategic. They were like Clippers, Mm. Lakers, Mm. Bucks... And mm. Knicks. That's bizarre, right? Everyone knows Knicks, maybe. Bucks almost certainly don't have stuff to trade back for him. Unless they get rid really? of major pieces and, and get right. gut their own team. Like, they're, they're heading in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. Why would they risk all that by, you know, trading for a guy that. who might not resign? I, don't, I mean, I know he's going to resign, but, like, 
he they, he kind of does a little bit the same thing as Giannis. Yeah, I don't know. I, maybe they'd be amazing. No, I wouldn't trade for him if I was them. Clippers, Clippers. Sh- my th- my thought was is they wanted to angle it so the Lakers of those four teams would easily have the best trade package, and obviously that has failed. So he's hurt the Pelicans. He's also the rumor is now that the Pelicans are trying to screw the Lakers by releasing all this information about mm. who their trade packer packages. It's 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 um. It's dividing the um, Lakers because they all think they're going to be traded mm-hmm. now. Hilariously, the Pacers did a chant. The Pacers fans did a chant. LeBron's going to trade you. I think it was LeBron's worst ever loss. Worst ever loss because and his team's divided. It's so cool. There was a great photo where he was sitting at the bench, and then there was like four seats. Yeah, and then all the guys he was trying to trade. Well, you think about it, it would be like I, I know, I know, it's oh, just yeah. a business and stuff like that. It's weird. LeBron's talking about loyalty when the rumor is he's trying to trade half his team. Yeah. But, like, it looks bad on LeBron. If the Pelicans don't trade AD, it's funny that they're like, oh, well, we're doomed. We're taking AD and the Lakers down with us. Yeah. Like, the whole situation is just um, a nightmare. And maybe we'll get traded tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah, well, I hate the Lakers. Yeah. And the, <laughs> Good. That's that fire I was waiting for. And the Pacers, and the Pelicans have every reason to hate the Lakers. So the Lakers just seem... Here's the thing. I feel like their front office seem really stupid, mm. and people have been singing their praises and stuff. Mm. And who the f- Lakers? Yeah, I feel like yeah. the wheels have got to come off. Well, it's it's interesting because you you hate on the Lakers all the time, and I I really like LeBron, but it is I, I hate on a lot as well too. But it's it's just interesting that this this insane drama, and I know the pressure and the media spotlights on him way more than anyone else follows him everywhere. Yeah. Like this, he's taken this massive shit show from Cleveland and he's transported to LA and it's exciting it's great for Fans. ratings and everything like that it was so funny that he tweeted during the Super Bowl like come on Woj where's your tweet you know like yeah. that was a horrific thing to tweet Yeah. and then um, when he played the Pacers and there hadn't been a trade his quote was I'm excited to be to get out, get back out there with the guys um, which just seems so disingenuous for the guys that you're rumoredly trying to trade and then the other thing that was quite funny was um, the Lakers did a post like about LeBron picking up his teammates and going like pick up your brothers oh, yeah. And then someone tweeted back, like, you literally were trying to trade all those guys in that photo, like, three hours ago. Yeah. And also, um, there was that great clip where the ball was going to that, um, is it Moritz Wagner, maybe? Mm. And then Lance Stevenson, his teammate, jumps up and tries to steal the rebound. Rebound? Rebound. They smash into each other. Lance Stevenson knocks him over. The ball goes out of bounds. And then Lance walks away from him, not helping him up, real angry. Mm. And um, and someone edited it with that clip at the start with LeBron going, if you fall over, stay down. Your brothers will pick you up. <laughs> but, it, um, yeah, it's, 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 an incredibly awkward, it's an incredibly awkward situation. But uh, I am intrigued because like, the Clippers, it was an intriguing move by them to be like, yeah, we're in the playoffs. But we're going to get axed in the first round or whatever, yeah. probably. Um, I actually kind of rated them, but I thought they were a dark horse. But they... Blew it up. They blew it this up. This is the crazy thing about Jerry is, West. He's the GOAT. He assembled the Warriors. It he assembled the championship Lakers. And now he's assembling the Clippers, baby. Wait, was he involved in the Warriors? Los Angeles! Yeah, he assembled the Warriors. I don't know. He was a key player. Okay. In, in the, in, I yeah. don't know if he can... He can Let's look him up. He honestly can. Well, who do you think it is? Joe Lacob. He's an idiot. Sorry, you do some talking while I Google it. Um, facts, facts, analytics, analytics. Yeah, maybe he was because he was at that speech thing. But um, all I was going to say is that it's kind of annoying for me that the Clippers are blowing it up because now it's like 
that eighth seed is open for anyone. And the Mavericks have blown it up. The Clippers have blown it up. So hopefully the Kings or the Timberwolves or someone can get their act together and, and keep the Lakers out of the playoffs because I really don't want them in it. Yeah, okay. There's um, no place for them in the playoffs. I'm just, I can't find the information about his. Um, in his 2011, stint. West joined the Golden State Warriors. So he was executive of the year with the uh, Los Angeles Lakers. Um, he went to the Grizzlies and helped assemble the um, 2000. Oh, no, sorry, 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 sorry. I got this wrong, I got this wrong. Hmm. Not Lakers. He was 2002 with the Lakers, won executive of the year with the, with the Grizzlies. Sorry. 2002 with the Grizzlies. This is shocking. 2002 with the. I'm trying to read Wikipedia. 2002 with the Grizzlies. Won executive of the year with them. Helped assemble like the grit and grind. Yeah. Left in 2007. Um, West joined the um, Golden State Warriors in 2011. Yeah. And um, left the team in 2015. So during their championship run, and he was now an he's... executive an executive board member. Yeah. Well, the genius is what you call him. Really. This is official. I'd say title. the general manager was the genius. Do you even know who the general manager is? Uh, I've forgotten his name. He looks, he's like, not that old though. He's like, uh, I can't remember his name. Jerry West, baby. He's doing What's it all. Bob, Bob Myers. Myers. Bob Myers. Okay. Um, time for a bit of Magic Mayhem? Uh, I don't really have it. No, 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 no. I've got a question for you. Okay. Who? Biombo! Who? What? I'm doing the sting. Yeah, can't you play the sting? Biombo! Get it in. Biombo's like, why are you choosing that? Biombo! Please stop. I used to be jealous of Aaron Afalo. Biombo! All right, we're here in Magic Mayhem. And I have a tweet from Tom, Tom Gallery, and I thought it was appropriate. Sorry, I haven't got to emails. Keep them in guyandpaul at gmail.com. Um, I just forget about it every week, and this is an emergency pod. But I thought we should touch on the ma- magic at the, tra- at the trade di- deadline, and this applied... All I wrote down was the details of his question. I didn't write down the wording of his question. So sorry, Tom Gallery, if I make you sound like an idiot. But basically what he was saying is the Magic right now are, in, are hovering around the ninth, 10th spot, right? Yeah. In the playoff race. Do you want them to tank or go for a playoff spot at this point? Yeah, they're currently now in 11th place. Okay, so that's not that's not great, eh? Uh, Paul's logging to his favorite website, tankathon.com. Firing. Yes. So they're, they're on pace for the 8th pick uh the picks have changed a lot this year though like it might if they if they can start tanking now they might be more in the mixer yes um you hear no noise from them from who magic at the trade deadline like yeah not trading people anyone. on people online are, are mad about it and like we have to do something and i'm like have you not learned from the mistakes of yesteryear <laughs> of the year before and the year before that yeah yesteryear and the year not, before no, that just say yesteryear and the year before that i said yesteryear okay Okay, have we not learned from the mistakes of yesteryear? Have we not learned from the year before that? Shut up. And the year sh- before that? Shut up. Please shut up. <laughs> okay. Um, but, uh, man, shout out to my guy Terrence Ross, who's been balling out. But um, also the Magic did have two good wins, I will say that. Um, but Because every other team's in shambles because everyone's getting traded. I reckon tomorrow's going to be crazy. I'm fine with... I'm, honestly, they make the playoffs, I'm happy. I don't think they will this year. Uh, it's a still in the valuation period, but uh, if they get a draft pick, I'm happy with that. Wouldn't you like them to offload? Because they've got assets. Offload mm. every. I mean, I mean, it's difficult because Vucevic is now their first okay, All Star. I'll say this. I'll say this. I want even. I wanted even Fournier gone about five years ago. <laughs> okay, that was an exaggeration. 
But yesteryear, I wanted Fournier gone. Like the year before that, and the yes, year before yes. that, and, and the year before that. Okay, there was, a, there was a play that sums up Evan Fournier in yesterday's loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder, where he dribbled up the ball, he kind of went to throw a pass or something, and then I think he saw it was going to get st- stolen, so he kind of tried pulling out of it, uh. and he basically just gently threw the ball to the other team. The other team gets it right, start dribbling down towards him, he moves out of the way intentionally over to the sideline, <laughs> letting the guy drive clear line to the hoop, pass to Beal, get it back for an alley-oop dunk. Sick. And I actually forgot, but late last night before I went to bed, I decided I was going to um, post it angrily on Magic Reddit. Because it's unacceptable. Mm. I just I have no idea let what that, he's doing. Let that anger out, though. Let that I have anger no out. idea what he's doing. Fournier is interesting because he like can have a 30-point game. But he's like, has he had a thirty-point game recently? He had twenty-five yesterday. He he's all over the show, and then and then two weeks before that, he had a twenty-nine. He often looks like a shambles out there, like a guy who is not at you know, like if you look at a, a high usage NBA player, they often don't make mistakes like he does. But he makes mistakes like he's a rookie, and he's now a veteran player. My thing for the Magic would be, and I know I probably bang on about this and torture this every week, I just wish they would trade every player over 25, keep their young core, they've got some good assets there, see what you can get back for it. A few, uh, like, get Jopari Parker, like, just take a punt on a few young guys, mm. and because and, tank this year, mm. and who knows, the new odds might work in their favour, you know? Yeah. But uh, anyway, I anyway. Mean, the, if, I uh, think uh, the dream scenario would be, and it is kind of evil, but... And it is, yeah, really evil. But sign Nick Vucevic, re-sign him. Sign and trade, yeah. And then trade him. Yeah. But um, but, um, but it has made it harder that you might think they might try and trade um, Vucevic this year. But then now he's made the All-Star, it'd be awkward as hell if you traded him. I, or... I absolutely don't think they'll trade him before the deadline. Before the All-Star game, you mean? No, the deadline's tomorrow. I know. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, that means, yeah. What? You can't trade away your one all-star. Yeah, that's anyway. what I said. And you yeah, and like, I said it too. And you were correcting me, but you were... Oh, I was trying to do a joke, but sometimes when you try and do jokes, and this is a hard reality of life, kids, the joke doesn't work out, and it's awkward as hell. Okay. So I say we need him. We we need him because we, we, it's our first all-star in like 10 years. Um, so have him play, representing the magic. Then off-season, sign him, pay mm. him. And then maybe let him play one more season, like next year or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, even try and get him back to the All-Star game. Mm. And then... Uh, Cut him loose. And then send him off to um, chase the championship. Send him to and ch- the Jiangjiang Tigers of China. No. I don't, no, think, no, I don't no. think there's a team called Jiangjiang also, Tigers. Tr- don't quote me on that. Trade him for future assets. Yeah, some and good then Chinese assets, by mate. Then, by then, after two years under his belt, Mo Bamba will be ready to take the keys of starting... Take those center. keys to the Magic Kingdom, baby. Also, Jonathan Isaac has looked awesome. Shout out to J.I.'s. J.I. or Judah. And he... Uh, yeah, I, don't, I have nothing else to say. Okay, I said that jokes were hard, but let me know you. Let me know you this: a joke that I did today that went horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. We're playing soccer. We're down two nil, and it's later in the se- second half. We're playing these really old guys. They're quite good, and they had a few young players that were scoring goals on us. But they're generally like fifty, six, like grey hair, you know, not in great shape, old guys, right? And they're killing us. They're up two nil, and one of their main old guys, their captain or whatever, he goes. Um, keep it, take it easy, guys. 
Time's running out for them, not us. It was the second half and we're down 2-0. And I said, on the scoreboard, yes. But in terms of dying soon, no. And he said, I'm going to punch the foop out of you. <laughs> but I thought that was a good call. I thought that was a good joke. It's, yeah, it was. I didn't hear it at the time. But I will say that guy pushed me over several if times. If that guy. And my knees are bleeding from the um, burn on the artificial grass. Well, who's going to die first? But Possibly him. In fairness, they bleed after every game because I always fall over. You go hard as a mother effer. Unlike Evan Fournier. That's right. We're calling you out. Is that the end of the podcast? Well, we have to go. We have to go play. We're going to play and, another game. And I'm going to be doing some more zingers on the field. And I'm going to I'm going to score a goal. You and guarantee gonna, a goal? I don't guarantee it. Well, what, what is the point of saying that then? I guarantee a goal. I guarantee a goal too. No, because I'm not. That was silly. That was silly. I, might I, be I, was playing, just, I was just copying you. I got, also, I might I be got playing, swept away. I might be playing defense. But if I have a goal, it's dedicated to all the listeners of this podcast. Shout out to the listeners. We love you from the bottom of our heart. I promise I will read some emails one day. I promise that it sounds like I've just made up that we have any emails. We do have some emails. I'm sorry to the people who we haven't responded to. Guy and Paul at gmail.com. Um, I've been Guy Williams. Paul's just left to go soccer. Pull it up. Catch you later.